Yeah, well, it was, yeah, it was crazy. It was uh, one of them things that you thought he was going to be a lifer, and now he will he will never coach again. Bob Huggins is maybe back. Who knows? And uh, we're recording this on Monday. This is the episode 86 of the Three Guys Talking About podcast. It is the Jake Reed episode. That's, hey, that's about as I good of an 86. That's, I, I had to look up his first name, but I couldn't. That was, uh, but I, I knew there was a read that was 86 for the Vikings. Jake Reed. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Open oh, your ears. Get that... No. You need to get the earwax out first. Yeah, I would say. Earwax is the absolute worst, man. It's not fun. It is. Have you ever watched those uh, videos of, like, earwax getting removed from people you've never nope oh no dude no. i turn i turn that no. shit off it's so it's so cringy i can't i can't do it that popped up yeah. on my tiktok feed and i i went down a rabbit hole and i probably watched it for like 20 minutes one day it's pretty weird and... was it oddly satisfying or why would you waste your time watching that it kind of was kind of was honestly do you ever like use a q-tip and like after you haven't cleaned well grant 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 doesn't use q-tips he's crazy weird dude but like were you ever like twist the q-tips and you get like just a good just solid gold on the q-tip sometimes that just feels good you can just feel it leaving your ears do you want to know the last time i probably cleaned my ears on honest to god guys honest to god it was probably 20 years ago and my mother did it for me wow that is disgusting you might have some I, critters <laughs> in there it is what it is just let Where's it turtle man when you need him yeah, or well, they they sell those things on uh, they sell those thing. Uh, I don't even know what they're called, but like where like water pushes through them and like they pushes all the. Through. Yeah, those look kind of cool. That'd be kind of fun. I I I can't I can about imagine. Grant yeah, Grant's, Grant's, uh, if tomorrow. if we ever got Grant's uh, earwax removed, that would probably get like twenty million views on TikTok. Yeah. Well, it's probably, let's be honest, guys, not going to happen because as soon as we start talking about other stuff, I'm going to forget about cleaning my ears and it's never going to come to my mind ever, ever again. Well, Grant, oh, no, we're going to bring it up. We're going to bring it up every podcast until you clean it out. So Grant, I just went on Amazon and I found like one that uh, it connects to your phone and you actually get like a camera so you can see what you're trying to grab out of your ear. That sounds perfect. That's actually kind of nice. So then you you're not feel like you're just wasting time and you're just digging in there. Exactly you know, for gold. For gold, no pun intended. Um, just going potatoes. Going. That's what my mom would always say: was getting the potatoes out of your ears. Getting potatoes. Interesting. Um, but yeah, let's let, again, guys. Let's be honest. It's you. You can bring it up, Dylan, but it's never going to happen. Next time we come, I come to town. We're going to hold you down and we're going to clean out your ears. It's not going to happen. It's not gonna well, happen. We'll just KO you. I'll, I'll drug you. Yep. Exactly. Or you're gonna you're gonna hold me down like in Friends when they held Rachel down so she put eye drops in her ears. Her I'm eyes. just gonna I'm just gonna tell Boone you're black and he's gonna just stand there growling at you and if you move you're dead. Here's the problem, dude. Boone knows my <laughs> scent. He 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 likes me. That's not gonna happen. Nope. I'm gonna. Change oh no, it. we're gonna cake like we're gonna cake like just blood. All we're gonna we're gonna go to one of them like animal rights groups and we're just going to throw 
fake blood all over you, and they're they're not Boone's not going to know who you are because your scent's going to be covered. So yeah. he's going to think you're like some food from the table, and he's like, "Oh, this is good. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some free food. Oh, never mind. I just got yeah. a piece of Grant." Am I being yep, just yep. dressed up? Am I being dressed up to go to war in the 1850s now with the red paint? Do you want me to play like, the drums for you before you go? Please beat the drums of war. Yes, absolutely. Let's. I was gonna. I was gonna say you're more of those, uh, more of the protesters from Yellowstone that Casey like body slammed when they tried to, uh, when they attacked him, and then they were just pouring blood all, or paint all over them. I think that's, uh, that's cool. what. That's what I think Grant's more of. Well, you know, uh, um, I'd have to get started on something new because in my life, you know how many protests I've ever been to and participated in? Zero. Because you have a job and you have other things to do? What if Chipotle closed? Well, you know, I'm not going to lie. That would suck. But I'm an adult and I would move on. I'd I'd figure something else out. Come on, quit acting like a normal human. I'm serious. I would probably just be like, oh, this is shitty. But you know what? Let's go somewhere else. Because guess what? There's plenty of options out there. There's a Qdoba right by my place. I could go to Poncheros. I'd figure it out. Grant, you forget now. Now that you work in a bit of a media space, you have to be outraged and you have to start protesting. That's how this works. Anything that's inappropriately said, you have to be offended by. That's not me. I, we don't You're make the rules. It. That's how this works. You know what? <laughs> Those are the unwritten rules like baseball, which is bullshit. I don't follow them. That's stupid. There's some there's some rules you follow. Yeah, because they're written. No, there there's some unwritten rules you that you follow that you follow. Like in hockey, if there was a penalty called, you would not take a shot at a goalie. Or if somebody throws a ball, if somebody throws a ball at one of your players when you're playing baseball, you would not throw at that at a batter's head. I I know oh, yeah. I've known you long enough. I know that you would not do that. So no, I those are unwritten rules you would follow. But th- those aren't the I got, okay. So I, like, let me rephrase that. Some of these stupid chintzy, no unwritten rules, like the, the Nationals manager getting mad at um, De La Cruz for celebrating after he absolutely nuked that ball. That's bullshit. Let him celebrate. After after, after they, they protested and said he was said he had a uh, illegal okay. bat. Exactly. Like that's stupid. But I'm gonna be honest. When I'm playing NHL, when there's a penalty, I'm. I, every time, just because it's a video game, I'm shooting at that goaltender and I'm starting a fight. Every well, single time. That, there, yes, but yeah. in real life, you wouldn't have done that. So we're oh, not no. doing. But we're not doing the fake video games. For me, that's more like a uh, just a respect aspect of it. Like some of these unwritten rules you're talking about that I don't follow, they're just stupid, dumb rules. But that one, that one, yeah, it's just a respect factor. The, the play's dead. It's an unsportsmanlike thing. You don't do that. Dude, what is your favorite unwritten rule? Oh, favorite unwritten rule? Oh, yeah. God. I didn't steal your curveball of the week question, did I? No, you didn't. But I don't even know. I don't, <laughs> honestly, I don't even know if I have an answer to that. Because I don't. It has to be you throw out their heads if they throw behind your teammate. Nah, I, that that's bullshit right there. No way. Nah, you, you, don't, you don't. You don't. You don't throw at someone. That's that's some horseshit. Um, nope, nope. Get his ass. Um, and if you do, I mean, throw at his back. You don't throw at his face. Yeah, we're yeah. Hit him in, hit him in his ass. Um, throw it over throw his head. Him. Give him, give him, you know, get, get him, get him a little uh, loosey goosey in the box. Yeah, no, we ain't doing that. I honestly, dude, I don't know. I don't probably, I, I don't know any unwritten rules off the top of my head. So, like, oh yeah, that's the one I'm a fan of. Oh, I like that. Huh. Okay. Well, 
So I Maybe really don't. Have, I don't have an answer for you. Well, we're still going to have some uh, some time down the uh, down the line of we can we maybe we could do a whole podcast in the coming weeks of uh, unwritten rules in sports and discuss them. Yeah. I do got to say the people for who are against celebrating a touchdown, they say act like you've been there before. That's a load of shit. Let let the guys score. Let them let them spike the football. Let them dance like a fool. Let them have a good time. Act like you've been there before and hand the football to the official. Man, screw that. That's stupid. That's, I got that, a good that's one for you, Dylan. Uh, 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 hey, Grant, that goes back to your boomers thing. True. But yeah, hashtag boomers are soft. That is a <laughs> that is a boomer thing to do. Um, Because boomers don't have fun. Like I said, they retired f- 10 years too early. They don't have any more money these days. They're sad because their coupon expired two days ago, and I won't accept it. Hello, I know you can't read because you're old, and you somehow drove to the store. You shouldn't even be behind the motor vehicle right now. Sorry, your coupon can't work. Oh, and also, it expired four years ago, old man. Get out of my face. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oh, great. Now now, now we're going to get told that we're, anti, we're anti-military again because you uh, talked about how boomers are soft. You know, I wasn't. You, I didn't. You I didn't say World comment. War II veterans were soft. <laughs> I didn't say Vietnam vets were soft or Koreans were soft. I put I put them in the whole group. You know that that's the amazing thing about that is like how of all the things that come up of, of the comment we pose or of the things we share, and we share that boomers are soft. Where where do you come up with the idea that we are disrespecting the military? It's probably some like, like how miserable is your life? It's probably some white woman who hates her life, is in a loveless marriage, hasn't had sex in two years, and wanted to take her anger out on someone on the internet. Just a real grade A bitch. And and Grant, can you do ten push-ups? I can do ten push-ups. Believe it or not, guys, before we started here today, I worked out at home. I did three sets, I did seven sets of thirty, so I did two hundred and ten push-ups tonight. Wow. I don't I don't I, I don't believe it. I, I think we need to see this. What do you say, Ethan? I think we I need to think we need to see Grant do ten push-ups here. Yep, right now. Yeah, well, come on, let's do it. Let's see it. Yep. Dylan, Dylan, this brings me to my point here. According to MSNBC, exercising is now a far right way of life. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, well shit. Of course it is. I mean, there are people that are mad that Adele got took got got after her health and got skinny and say, like, "Oh, you're too good to be part of us anymore." No, I just didn't want to die from diabetes when I'm 45. That's fair. I didn't <laughs> want to walk around like just an overweight fat sack of shit. What's wrong wait, with that? Wait, there there's an actual article that says this. Yeah, uh, Clay Travis uh, put it out there on Outkick. Well, did did like no kid produce this, or was it that fat fat guy on TikTok? Who eats spaghettios and has that mask around his face? Uh, here we got it. The network published an article claiming that people on the far right use at-home fitness trends to expand its decade-plus radicalization of combat sports. What? Earlier this month, researchers reported a network of online fascist fitness chat groups on the encrypted platform Telegram are recruiting and radicalizing young men men with neo-Nazi and white supremacist extremist ideologies initially lured with health tips and strategies for positive physical changes new recruits are later invited to close chat groups where far-right content is shared 
Oh my god! Oh, I found it now. I this is ridiculous. Like, why why do Onion articles act become actual headlines? Like, I it, it shocks me, dude. That's just the media world we live in. You can't trust the media these days. No, well, it's the same thing with uh, with Jonah Hill. Did you see the the hot water he got in? Was it his ex? Legit hot water, depending on who you ask. Was it his ex girlfriend saying he's like a misogynistic asshole? No, I, because I he because he didn't want her to have inappropriate relationships with other men and to surround herself with unstable women. So he's just looking out for the well being of his girlfriend, and he's an asshole. Yeah, and he wants yeah he wants he wants somebody that he wants to be the mother of his child, and he's the asshole. So she can go around and sleep with a bunch of other dudes. No, so. He's asking someone he's in an exclusive relationship to not go around and hang out and sleep with other sleazy dudes and not um, surround yourself with toxic people who aren't going to have the best um, outlook on your life for you. And she's mad at him for that. Correct. That clout chasing bitch. Get. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I I have a hard time trusting people anyway and with the world we're living in today who knows maybe this is why I'm single maybe I have super trust issues because this is this is the fish in the sea out there someone who wants you just have high standards it's not a bad thing I don't maybe I do I just this this is awful it is speaking of clout chasing I I could have had an opportunity to clout chase this weekend do you guys want to hear this story do tell Okay, so as most of you know, I was I was in Nashville over the last this past week from Tuesday to Saturday, and which Nash fun fun time. If I go again, I don't think I'd want to go with my parents because they aren't the party animals, and you know, it wasn't quite their scene. You know, we were in bed by about ten o'clock every night. Got a buzz one day, and it was the day we left. We went to uh, we went to a distillery. Where they we got to sample like all their they were giving us shots like little and they and they were like less than shots they were like I mean like like taste, you know drinks, like taste yeah like little sips of of like they, they they have vodka they've got whiskey gin um, bourbon and all different types of things they were letting us sample and they were giving us as they kind of explained the process of how everything was made and. All that. And they keep giving them. And my mom and sister were like, after a couple, they were like, yeah, we're good. And and they also make moonshine. And like, I kept taking them and I was like, Ooh, and I kind of stand up after we were done. I was like, Oh, kind of feel happy. And, And you know, that, that little buzz, you know, you get like where you're about, like if you have one more or you just, you're, you're like on that edge of like where you're, just about to where it's going to go to the other side. Mm-hmm. I was right there. If I would have had another drink, it definitely would have been like, yeah, I'm not leaving. I'm, I'm staying here and getting drunk today because we're <laughs> drinking all day. It, it, it's it's becoming an all day event. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I learned how to, I learned how to properly drink moonshine. Chug it. Oh. At it. Wait, which I don't know if you guys problem. have ever had moonshine before. 
Nope. Uh, yeah, Bree Frederick's uh, now husband's like cousin or something would make it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, and I mean, it's basically like drinking lighter fluid, pretty much. Um, you know, when it was first made, a lot of people went deaf and blind from it because of uh, it was too strong. But now it was. I, I learned that when you're drinking moonshine, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to inhale, take it, and then like exhale out, breathe out through your inhale through your nose and out through your mouth. You almost and, become and, a fire-breathing dragon at that point. Exactly. That's that's exactly what he said. He's like, just don't have anything flammable when you're uh, near you when you drink it. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if you have just like a little house lighter, just a little Bic lighter in the house, and you're like, whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the uh, like the, the axe body spray in a lighter. Have you ever seen that when people do it? Oh, for sure. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's the redneck flamethrower. So maybe is that Ooh. why the people in the South are just so ass backwards? All the moonshine they drank, they went deaf and blind. And you throw that in with a combination of sleeping with family members. Oh. It's just a disaster waiting to happen. Could have been similar, you know, just or like, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, an accident waiting to happen. Well, you said that yourself, but you're not wrong. Um, yeah. And uh, the <laughs> did you uh, uh, or but. Anyways, but yeah, had some Nashville hot chicken. How good Incredible. How good was it that? It was one? good. It it was damn good. And I also learned that in in the south that macaroni and cheese is considered a vegetable. What? So, yep. That's kind of fucked up. And I don't sweet, I don't make is, the rules. I just follow it. And sweet tea is considered a fruit probably. Probably probably sweet tea probably. It, it, very very good though. Oh, very, very good. good. Very good. Especially down there, it tastes just a little bit better. Well, yeah, because they make it right down there. Yeah. And you then... Know, not the, It's not the Gold Peak refrigerated sweet tea that we can buy up here. They, they know yeah, what they're Gold doing. Peak sucks. Pure Leaf's the way to go. I did not know you were such a stan on the uh, the tea brands out there. Or is one owned by Pepsi? Well, yes, exactly. Ah, there it is. <laughs> But uh, also, which is really good and underrated here is is Milo's sweet tea. That's pretty good sweet tea as well. Um, but but anyways, yeah, Nashville, a lot of fun. I can't wait to go back. The now, question, uh, the Viking. Go ahead. Question, question for you guys. I may have asked you this before, but I'm going to ask it again. Would you consider Nashville to be like the bachelorette party capital of the United States, and Las Vegas to be the bachelor capital party of the United States? Or... Yes. Well, so the thing is with Nashville is they, they, they wear it with pride. They have said that we are the bachelorette party capital of the world. There were a lot of bachelorette parties going down there this that when I was there. Okay. there were a lot, a lot of very good-looking women. So if too. you're a single guy, that's where you want to go. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I Nashville would not be a bad place for a bachelor party either. Uh, a couple of years from now, NDSU plays Tennessee State down down there. Just throwing that out there. I think that would be a lot of fun. The uh, stadium is just across from Broadway. Uh, but And uh, a couple of years ago, went went to uh, Bobby Bones, um, his stand-up he had in Bismarck. And we asked him where are some good places to go. And he's like, just, just go to Broadway. 
And that that's exactly it. Just just go to Broadway. There are bars. There's live music every night. It's awesome. Got to go to the uh, the uh, Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. Got to go to the Johnny Cash Museum. Which, Ooh. as you can see, I got the uh, Cash shirt on today. Noise. Uh, golfed a very hilly course that I, my dad and I walked. Uh, Did now, that affect your play? It, um. I, I blame it on the blame it on the rental clubs, I'll say. That's a valid excuse. They uh the the lady told us that we were the she's like it, this is a pretty hilly course if you guys want to come back at after nine um and use a car go ahead I'm like ah oh, yeah we'll see so we go and it was it was hilly we get there and I I look over at my dad I'm like uh, you want to get get a cart or are you good walking still no I'm good walking we can walk. I'm like, well, I guess, yeah, I guess I'll walk too. And we go, we finish it. And as we're going in, I had to, I went and bought a Gatorade and she's like, you guys going to stick it out walking? I'm like, yeah, it sounds like it. So she's like, oh, okay. Well, the back nine, it's, it's not as hilly. It just, it's just a little bit longer for walking. So it, you guys should be okay. Turns out. It was longer to walk, but it was also just as hilly. Because <laughs> on the front, on the front nine, like the first two holes were hilly, and then like the set eight and nine, there there were more hills, and then the rest it was pretty flat in between that. But then the back, the back nine, it was down up, down up, down up, like every hole. And walking was just ridiculous. It, it was almost like a ski resort. It could have been some of the slopes going down. Did you have one of those push carts, or were you carrying the bag? Ah, uh, push carts. Yeah, no, there, there ain't no way I'm carrying a bag there. No, no, I, I have a good, nice three wheel cart back home that I use, and then I, the ones they had here were fine. But yeah, and yeah, it was like six and a half miles, and then plus we stayed close to downtown Nashville, so we did a lot of walking there. So, and then. Sat or Sunday, we got back from back into town at like 1230. We had our softball tournament, the Miller Lite tournament this this weekend, too. So I missed Saturday. We played at 740 Sunday morning. And we uh, we ended up playing all day. We made it to the championship game. We did not win. We did take home a, a second place trophy. You got a nice which, little participation trophy. Essentially. Which uh, we, uh, um, if you would have told us we would have taken second going in the last month of the way we've played softball, I would have said you were crazy, but we found ways. We had a, the, our, our semifinal and championship games were up and down, emotional, back and forth. We went into eight innings on, uh, in the semifinal. We got, we were up, what were we up? We were up 14 to nine going into the bottom of the sixth. They score seven runs to go up two. And then we score two to tie it in the top of the seventh. We hold them in the seventh. And then the eighth, we push through, get six runs. And then we hold them in the bottom of the eighth and win, go to the championship. Championship game, we get down 24 to seven. Or 24. <laughs> Jesus. No. No, it was 24 to 11. We get down 24 to 11. Damn. And we bat, we come back. We actually chip away. We tie it up 24-24 in the 
fourth or fifth, and then they get one run the neck in the fifth. We score one run in the sixth, the top of the sixth, and then they score ten runs. Ten runs in the bottom of the sixth. They ten run us. We lose thirty-five twenty-five. So how do you go from being down, letting them score twenty-four to nothing to ten? Like what the fuck did you do? It's softball, man. We it's it, it's a game of runs and. You just find in the spots. Sometimes you can, you the bats are hot, and sometimes they're not. It's, it's a, it's a inch, it's, it's a weird game. Were there any fights? There were no fights. Okay. There were no fights. The guys we that were actually playing were actually pretty cool. It was the guy they had like a whole cheering section. And they were just obnoxious, like shit talking us and loud the whole game. Like I was coaching third, and I. Their, their team was called DB. And I am like, so what's the DB stand for? Douchebags? It's like, yeah, that checks out. And uh, so you're saying, Dylan, if Ethan were to participate and be a fan, he would be like their fans because he can be a professional menace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Just yeah. like, um, you know, um, Ethan will understand what I'm saying here, but this past weekend, hashtag Team Jeff. Oh, God, yeah. Fuck you, Jenna. Who's Jeff? Um, so friends of mine who they knew Alec um, through MSU, and I've you know got to meet 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 them through knowing him over these years. And Saturday afternoon, we all went to Alec's parents' house because they were out of town. Alec was house watching. We went for a boat ride and uh, just enjoyed enjoyed the nice warm summer weather. And Jeff and Jenna are both great people. And then I made a joke one night or one time during the day where. I may have taken sides um, with Jeff on one thing, and Jenna got all pissed at me. And she goes, Granny, Grant, you're not allowed to do that. You're supposed to be on Team Jenna here. And I said, so guys, you're telling me hypothetically in a divorce, I need to choose between Jeff and Jenna. I can't do that. I love them both too much. And then Ethan chimes in right at, right afterwards, being classic Ethan. He goes, I'm Team Jeff all the way. <laughs> I'm Team Jeff all the way. <laughs> and, uh, well, it was just funny. Throughout the, the rest of the boat ride in the afternoon, um, Ethan would just um, somehow it made sense in the conversation to say team Jeff and essentially tell Jenna to fuck off. Um, so we all got a nice little kick out of that. And he was just being a menace. So he's, Ethan was being Ethan. I made fun of Grant like, a lot. Oh, and they love that. That's good. Yeah. Deserves, um, Deservingly so. I ate so many chips there. I, I didn't even eat dinner when we kept, when we got home. Well, dude, you pretty much <laughs> took down the whole like value pack Kirkland um, corn tortilla. <laughs> yeah, literally though. And he took them oh, down. Geez. It was terrible. They just was, they were just sitting there. I can't say no. Yeah, he was just taking them down. Um, then I switched to the Lay's, back to the Tostitos. Yeah, they had some salt on there. He didn't eat any salsa. He was just barebacking. Yeah, it. there was no salsa left. No, he, he, he was just wow. he was bare, he was just barebacking it. But they were damn good. They were. Um, but yeah, everyone enjoyed Ethan making fun of me, and you know it all made sense. And he didn't tell no lies. So th- that's what I appreciate most about Ethan. Is if you're gonna talk shit about me, at least get it right. And he got I don't know what I all said, but it was good. So, you know, someone had to say, and Ethan fell on that sword. Oh, what a shame. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'll make fun of Grant. Oh, no. I made fun of everyone, I think, outside of Alec and Hannah. Well, that's fair, because you shouldn't make fun of your girlfriend in front of everybody. Yeah. And two, you shouldn't make fun of the person who invited you over. Exactly. And his boat. And yeah. his boat. It's a nice boat. <laughs> and his boat. Are you, do, you, do you know how to swim, Ethan? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I do. Okay, so, like, if you were to get, hypothetically, if you were to get, 
if you got pushed off in the middle of the lake, you'd be able to swim and get, I mean, that's get pretty, to a... Well, I mean, like, I could, but it's, it wouldn't be fun. I don't think many people would survive. I mean, how far are we are, swimming? Yeah. Um, I don't... I, I would I wouldn't say like in the middle where you're you're surrounded by straight water and you cannot see any any type of land. I, I would say you the it's reasonably within reach. You're about you're about leaving a bay, like three, four hundred yards. Yeah, I could swim back in. Okay. I think yeah, your fight or right. flight kicks in. Fight or flight kicks in. It would be a struggle, but uh but I think I could do it. Okay. I wasn't sure because there, there. I know, I was surprised. There, there's a lot, a lot of people that you would be that, that don't know how to swim, which is crazy. Yeah. But. Well, we are part of the population who knows how to swim, so thank God for that. This is true. Good thing my mom made me go through all those swim lessons. At the local YMCA for me. I did that excellent pool back in Fort Dodge. There you go. Dickinson Parks and Recreation. And then, uh, but, um, they, and I shouldn't say they were just loud. They weren't, I wouldn't say they were really shit talking us. Apparently we played them the day before when I wasn't there, they kind of started getting a little chirpy, but I mean, the, the level of, uh, of douchebaggedness is they had, they had a manager, the guy who didn't play just made all the decisions and was telling people where to go and said that if, if they burn us, it's on me. Yikes. That's 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 a bit much. Yeah, yeah that's you, a little stupid. That's just a whole other level of douchebag and almost like arrogance in a way to actually take it this serious. Like you're there to have fun with friends, drink some beer, and get a sunburn. Exactly. And so I totaled totaled it up from Tuesday to Tuesday to Sunday. I I walked. I walked a total of uh, where is it here? I walked a total of 44 miles, 90,000 steps, and had four softball games since Tuesday. Uh, not bad. Bad. And all the bad. softball games were on one day. Well, that ain't bad, dude. In 90 degree heat. That'll work. Sounds like that's how it's done, though. A summer softball baseball tournament's not meant to be played in the cool weather. It's supposed to be hot and miserable. It is that that is correct, and then plus Nashville hot and humidity adds to it too. Today today was a struggle. Like my, I I'm not sure if you guys have seen The Office in its entirety, but but the uh, the Kevin Malone there there's a scene from Kevin Malone where he's talking about how his dogs are barking his feet, and then he sticks his feet into the uh, sticks his feet into the ice. The uh, the ice maker at a hotel. That that was me, and I was I was very tempted when I got home from work today to my my neighbor has an ice maker. I was very tempted to just go grab my grab a chair and stick my feet in that ice into his ice maker. Wow, that's <laughs> it was yeah. yeah legs entire lower body is very sore. Yeah, I get that. That doesn't sound fun. But, yeah. And now I've kind of recapped my whole my whole Nashville trip. Um, oh, got to go to the uh, the Grand Ole Opry. 
which is pretty cool. I got to sing God Bless the USA with Lee, Lee Greenwood. Well, that's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. That's not bad. Yeah. Yep. And then um, Runaway June was there. Very good-looking women. Big fan of their band now. And a um, bunch, of, bunch of older people. I got to sing Rocky Top, too, in Tennessee. Ooh. The first lady that came out because it was – it was her 83rd birthday, and I guess there was one of her big influences, really, uh, the original singer of it was one of her big influences. To, so to honor honor him or her, whoever, I don't remember. Whoever wrote it? Her last song of the Opry was uh, was Rocky Top, and that so I got to seems, sing Rocky Top in Tennessee. That only seems fitting. It does. It does. And then... Yeah. Back to where I was talking about uh, clout chasing and um, finally getting to that. So what happened is, is Thursday night, we were going around to the bars. We get to Kid Rock's bar. And they they were having a band. I think they were called like the Man's Brother. They were incredible. And there was a guy up in the corner. He had sunglasses on. He had a cowboy hat. And we're like, and he had a security couple of security guards around him and we're trying to figure was like that's got to be somebody famous not 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 many people have security guards and i'm like like kind of and he took his hat off like briefly i'm like he's bald short i'm like that has to be kenny chesney it has to be and it was because then he took his glasses off and was like got got to see his face it's like oh that is definitely kenny chesney kenny Kenny Chesney for sure. And he was just, just there hanging out, listening. And apparently they do that from time to time as like the local, local pe- musicians that live there. They also, he uh, listens to the, uh, he lives in the same uh, apartment complex as Taylor Swift. That's got to be one expensive ass apartment complex. Are we, are and, have- and Blake Shelton, Grant's boy, Blake Shelton also lives in that uh, uh, building. So they're let's be honest. They're not apartments. They're probably condos. Yeah. They're no, no. I mean, they were they're they're, they're penthouses, but yeah. like the top levels are penthouses. That's where they, I'm guessing, live. Oh yeah. One of one of their like. Well, I looked up. Taylor Swift has eight owns eight houses. I was gonna say that that sounds about right. Kenny Chesney is worth like over 150 million. So I'm sure he owns a couple of houses as well. Yeah, Dad, but, he owns just a condo. Yeah. Penthouse, but penthouse, he yeah. uh, he was there. He was just dancing, having a good time. I'm sure you guys saw my snap snap story that I shared, and the uh, there was the Hardy song that came. That I don't know if you you guys have heard of Hardy. Yeah, he's got the uh, the song sold out, and there there's a part where he says, "Put your middle fingers to the sky," and we're going full Eli Manning here. <laughs> and by that time, people were kind of realizing it was him, and he was. I mean, he was. He was kind of waving. He was giving like the heart, like I love you guys type of thing. But when that song came on, people started flipping him off and he started flipping them back off. And I'm like, God dang, I I could totally be that guy right now. I could just take a picture. Kenny Chesney flips off fans at Kid Rock's bar. <laughs> that went pretty good. <laughs> but maybe that's what I'll I think that's what I'm gonna name the title of this. Kenny Kenny Chesney flips off Dylan. There, there's worse people to be flipped off by. Yeah, I, I, I would take that as a compliment. Absolutely, that's a compliment. 
And, and, and people are going to click on it because they're going to like, why the hell would Kenny Chesney flip off Dylan? And yeah, why is because they're going to want to find out why is Kenny Chesney hanging out with this peasant? Exactly. Uh, Cause I'm awesome. Duh. Keep telling yourself that. But okay. I will. I it's, it's all about confidence, believing in yourself. If you say something enough times, you're going to start to believe it. Yeah. Yeah, as much as I want to say I'm a millionaire, that's just that's just never going to happen. So. <laughs> well, you can act like it. And then you're broke. Yeah, and then I just look like a douchebag who buys all this fake jewelry to try to impress people, say how much money I have. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. God, I would love to see that Grant walking around with a gold chain, sunglasses oh. inside all the time. <laughs> uh he he would Grant would you would look like Will Ferrell from uh, Get Hard when he goes into the goes into the hood and he's trying to get it get in on the uh, inside when he's in San Quentin. Mm-hmm. That's what you that's what I think you would look like, Grant. <laughs> it would not be good. Uh, that, that that's that's for damn sure. And you guys can guarantee this. For some reason in my life, if I ever um, um, come upon millions and millions of dollars, I'm going to dress and act the same way I am right now. There's no way that money changes me. That is true. I would say that. Ethan would definitely change. We know that because he's better than all of us. A lot of wine. (laughs) Ethan would get his own wine cellar. You're damn right. Some people would get a pool. Some people do the basketball court inside, a downstairs sauna. They'd have two homes. Ethan's just going to straight up get a wine cellar. His big attraction in the house come over to the house and so come over to the cod and I'll take you downstairs so we can see the wine cellar. Yeah. The cottage, the cottage, the cottage. Yeah. He's going to change his voice. He's going to act all smug and arrogant on us. Yep. Um, Nailed it. It's, it's going to be an absolute disaster. He's well, he's not going to talk to us because like what else? Whenever they go by a nice house. I might talk to Grant since you live in Minnesota, but yeah, North Dakota can't, can't do it. Yeah, he would be that kind of guy. He ju- he's gonna judge you based off the state you live in. Yeah, but that's fair enough. Someone would come to his house, and Ethan would be like, uh, "Honey, the peasants are here." I say that now. Could you imagine if he actually had money? God, we'd be screwed. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. What'd you do with your fourth grant? Yeah. Enough uh, about me. We've talked 40 minutes about me, and now it's now it's you, Grant. What did I do on the 4th? Uh, yeah, it's just um, basic 4th of July stuff. It was a grand time. Went out to uh, went out to the lake. Got a boat ride. Um, saw a bunch of beautiful people. I saw the world's the biggest boat I've ever seen in my life, guys. Going into Lord Fletcher's on Minnetonka. This thing had to be a 45-foot um, boat. Was it Two- the love boat? It very well could have been the love boat, but it just looked like some old rich white guy was taking his family out there. I mean, it had to have two or three levels on this thing. It was a 45-foot boat. And his boat on the back side of it had a boat on there also. Ooh. Like a small so that's, boat. A, that's not a boat. That is a yacht. It was it, maybe maybe a small yacht, whereas like, like if they park in the middle of a body of water and they want to get on some smaller boat just to cruise around, they could get on there also. And this dude's just pulling up to Lord Fletcher's, um, you know, sticking out like a dick in a cake in this 45 foot boat. Um, 
it was just just incredible. And I'm thinking, where is he going to find a spot to park? There's no parking spot by that restaurant in that bay that's big enough for this dude's boat. It was just, it was absolutely incredible. And, you know, sitting here, we're all sitting here and I don't know, an 18 foot pontoon thinking, well, this looks like we're driving a 99 Honda Civic right now <laughs> compared to this guy. Well, when, when you have a yacht, a, a boat that big, it, it doesn't matter where there's a parking spot. You just make one. That's how that guy works. Holy shit. Or yeah. that's probably why he maybe he has a second boat. Is so if they want to go and stop somewhere, they they, can they all that. hop off the yacht and they get on that boat and then they go park it. Well, yeah. I they mean, drop you know, the anchor down and. That boat was so goddamn big. He could have cruised down the Mississippi on that thing. And when he, when he got to the ocean, he could have went from Louisiana to Florida on that boat. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then we went. After after a couple boat rides, we went back, um, and you know, grilled brats, burgers, uh, bacon wrapped cream cheese, jalapenos, chips. Oh, the, those are the best! All the good Fourth of July stuff. Um, and we just you know, hung out. We were talking talking smart, good company. And then uh, at one point, Alec had to go inside and take a nap or shower because he's been at his folks for a long time and he needed to rest a little bit after partying for five days in a row and. Me and Reg were on the patio looking over the lake. We each had a cigar, and we were just we were just talking life. Uh, and it was it was fant- it was fantastic. Grant became a man that wow. day. Oh God, yeah! You just sit back and you bring up a topic up, and you just just listen to Reg talk. It's just wisdom coming out of this man's mouth. It was fantastic. Wisdom. And then we that's uh, a big word for you, Grant. It is a big word for me. And then uh, later that night, we went on the lake for fireworks. And they were they were incredible. There's fireworks all over that lake. You turn your head to the left, you turn to the right. Actually, the guy who owns Cambria, he's got a house there, and he probably spent a couple million dollars on his fireworks show. That was excellent to watch, and just you know, town celebrations. People who have a lot of money and live on the lake, they're throwing off fireworks. It was it was just a grand old time. The way the way the Fourth of July is meant to be spent. Absolutely, you can't beat it. Eat a mm-hmm. bunch of food, watch some great fireworks, maybe get a little music going. Oh yeah, we, we, now, I, What what type of music was played on the boat? It was um, Alec was playing DJ. It was a lot of um, you know a lot of eighties rock. Some okay, a little a little Fleetwood Mac, some ACDC. Was it Lee, Lee, Lee Greenwood? Uh, was it um, the song you mentioned, Dylan? Why am Why am I drawing a blank on the title? God bless the USA. God bless the USA. That was fantastic. And Alec played that as the Cambria guy was having his fireworks show finale. And it just felt so fitting. I felt like there was American Eagle. I felt like there was a bald eagle flying right above me at this time. And um, someone just signed the Declaration of Independence. It was just fantastic. And um, a little Adele was playing too. Some, um, you know, some Morgan Wallen. We had some church. So just a smorgasbord of music, but it was all, it was all great. That that, that 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 does sound sound great as well. So now, Ethan, you're up. Um, I guess Wednesday or Monday night, the third, we uh, went and bet on some ponies, watched some fireworks. Did you guys win anything? Uh, I won my first race. I got a nice win show win or uh, bet that I won, so it was good. Um, then I put first twenty bucks third? down on it. What was that? First and third. First right? and third. Yep. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So I got that out of the way first bet of the year. Pretty solid start. 
Second one, uh, I bet on, I think he was like the third or fourth favorite. Um, I put I had 20 bucks saved over from last year. So I just said, screw it, just put it all on there. He got second. So um, not quite what I was looking for, but a good one for two is a good start. We got there super late. But uh, fireworks were probably the best fireworks I've ever seen in my life. And that's not a joke. Uh, no offense to the Cambria guy, but uh, Canterbury was freaking nuts. Um, let's see. Fourth of July, grilled for the team at work for about four hours. Came home and we headed out to a, like a little fair thing in Chanhassen with uh, Stetson, Huxton, Layla, like the kiddos. Went back and uh, grilled some more. And then we watched some fireworks at their place with the kids for the first time. They've, I don't think they've ever done fireworks before. So uh, it was fun. It was a good time. They liked it after they learned that they're not going to get hurt. That's good. We So for our fireworks, everybody was tired except me. So we went to bed at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. And I thought about going back out, and then I ended up not, which I probably should have in the end because there was no chance I was going to sleep because there were fireworks going off in Nashville. Nashville, they have Brad Paisley playing. They actually, like, to get into, like, downtown, like, the Broadway area, they had like you had to go through metal detectors and everything, and um, it it, it legit sounded like a war zone. It was just boom, 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 like nonstop. Well, dude, that's but, why, that's why Minneapolis had a laser show this year. Don't listen to Jacob Fry and trying to save money. It's so the fireworks don't cancel out the gunshots. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> too bad but, I don't have my old mixer and I could shoot uh hit hit the uh gunfire button. Because there was some kids shooting off Roman candles at other people and police officers on Tuesday night. It was a disaster. Yeah, he shot a cop car, blew out the window. Oh jeez. That... Yeah. <laughs> then I guess another was one. Was that you guys that sent me a was that you guys that sent the uh the meme of don't don't let kids play with fireworks. Trust the adults that have been drinking all day. Yes, yes, that was great. That was fantastic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that was uh, that was our Fourth of July recap. Um, and then yeah, the weekend before, which is crazy to think, we've almost gone two weeks without recording an episode because we re- recorded Brian Sean the Wednesday before, and then my had my ten year reunion that weekend or the past weekend before I left for Nashville and we, uh, we, we got to go on a, the parade Dickinson parade. And this describes my, our, my friend group in a nutshell is, is we weren't supposed to, we weren't supposed to drink on the float. We, we, we ran out of beer on the float. So as we were driving by a liquor store, one of the guys goes, Goes into the liquor store, buys a buys a case, and runs back out. Hops back on, and we start drinking again. And we, and then we start handing, then we also start handing, handing beers out out to people that we knew. Uh, we went by a bar; they gave us shots. Had, didn't eat anything all the day, anything that day either. Had two of them. Was like, I I was shocked. I did not puke. But I kept her down, went and ate, had people over at my house, and then we had our dinner and stayed out till 1230. 
I hung. We hung all day. I was impressed. It's not bad, especially with the no food aspect on there. Yeah, that was. Uh, I was after the second. The first one went down good. The second one was like, Ugh, I, I shouldn't do this, but and I'm gonna would, do it anyways. I wouldn't expect anything different from you, degenerates, to not be supposed to have alcohol on the parade float, to run out of beer, run to a liquor store quick, and bring the alcohol back on said float. I wouldn't expect anything. Yes. That, that's true. I would Very, not expect- we we got to live up to the stereotype of drink like a Catholic. So. I mean, I'll be at your Catholic wedding this week, so I can take it from you now. You had it last yeah. week. I'll have it this week. Yeah. <laughs> that's Grant, right. You're that's right. Yourself, buddy. Got to find something to celebrate. Uh, what was that? You got to find something to celebrate. You're up next weekend. Man, you guys know I'm boring as hell. I got nothing to celebrate. I got nothing to celebrate. I'm anyone who's getting married. I ain't. So uh, I'll just uh, continue to let people down, which I've been doing since 1994. Fair point. There you go. There you go. No lies now, detected. No what? <laughs> no lies detected. No lies detected. So, now, if you guys had to build your perfect Fourth of July day, how would you how would you construct that? Hmm. Well, first, I'm gonna get up, and uh, I'm probably gonna have some. I might use, I'm going to do a mimosa, but I'm going to try and make it like a red, white, and blue thing. Kind of mix it up with some food coloring. Oh, okay. I'm going to do a couple different ones. You know, mix it up a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go get 18 holes in. I'm going to golf. Um, and then I'm going to take a boat ride. We're going to take a nice boat ride before dinner. And then we're going to go uh, watch Canterbury fireworks and bet on ponies. That's That's exactly what we're going to do. You know, I'm um, I kind of like Ethan's idea of, of golfing there, but um, and I, I don't know sure if I want to steal that. But I wake up, and uh, first thing we're gonna do is we're, we're gonna have a nice big full breakfast because after that, probably just gonna hang out on the patio, get on a boat ride in the morning. Um, and what are you gonna be doing all day? You're you're gonna be you're gonna be drinking, so you need you need a nice full stomach. So we're gonna have a you know a nice big breakfast come in just a light lunch um just you know more more snack foods you know maybe get a nap in after that morning after that morning boat ride um and then go out after the nap go out for another one come back grill for dinner like i said come back inside recoup maybe sit what, are, what are you grilling oh we're, we're keeping it simple guys burgers brats like i said some bacon wrapped jalapenos um some you know Come inside. You got your chips, your dip. Um, of course, you're you're having a freshly freshly cut watermelon. That 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 has to, that has to be there. That just screams the Fourth of July. Um, maybe a little, little coleslaw on the side, and you're going out for a night boat ride and fireworks. Okay, that's that's that is pretty good. What in the world? What the hell does that happen? But so for me, is I'm at, I'm at the lake. I wake up. Get myself a Caesar. I like Grant's idea. Full breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say a full breakfast. I don't want to be completely vegged out. But go. Then you go out. 
it's, it's going to be a nice day. It's going to be not a cloud in the sky. It's going to be hot. You're going to go out on the water. And I don't do this very anymore. I haven't done this in a long time, but we're, we're going to mix things up here because it's the 4th of July and you do things differently. You have some drinks. You go out on the boat and you go tubing. I was going to say either tubing or um, even getting a jet ski ride in. Mm-hmm. Or that too. Or getting pulled or- on the tube by a jet ski. That or even, you know what, if you just want to be a little more tame, because I've been throwing out plenty of tubes in my day, and God damn it, they all hurt. Um, kayaking around the lake. No, nah, it's too much work. Too much work. It's not. You do that, and then. You're just lazy. Both can be true. Both, no, um. that's, <laughs> don't think that's how it works. No lies were detected here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, then, and then you go back in, and my uncle's done this for the last few 4th of July's that we've been, I've been, we've been out at his cabin is we do a shrimp broil. Okay. Mm. So, I mean, you, where you, you put it, you put everything in, into a big pot, you boil it, you, potatoes, corn on the cob, shrimp, mussels, uh, sausage, potatoes, some carrots. I can't even remember what else is on there, but then you dump it all the way across the across the uh across the table and you just pick at it and eat garlic bread as well with it and then you after that maybe get like a little nap in and then you go you st- get back get back on the horse start drinking again and then you're going hard with the yard games you're doing corn holds you, you know a beer olympics of sort hey what it's bags. Don't ever call it cornhole again, or I'm never doing the podcast. Yeah. I'm okay, a, I'm, it's cornhole. I'm, see it. I'm a bag stand right here. It's it's bags. It it's cornhole. And you guys are wrong. And uh, your beers be beard arts. Oh, we lost him. <laughs> oh, he's gone. He's All gone. right. Okay. Well, eh. if he's he comes back, he comes back. I guess he's a man of his word. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe maybe that afternoon time before that second boat ride get out there play the yard games bags oh he's, oh, he's back. back he was <laughs> bluffing <laughs> um <laughs> uh and uh yeah yep you're you're hitting the yard games hard uh beard arts and then you go back and that's when you cook you put the brats the hot hamburgers basically the meal that grant said the bacon mm-hmm. The bacon wrapped jalapenos with cheese, which are, are are incredible. Very very underrated, underrated starter for food. I think that I think they're the best appetizer out there. They might be, they might be. Just you just don't get them enough, and you kind of forget about them. But that, and then and then you go, you kind of hang out, maybe start a fire a little bit as the sun goes down. I was gonna say, if the, not doing a boat ride, you got to have a bonfire. Or you, either, yeah, that's how you end end it while you're watching fireworks over the water. Yep. That's the perfect way to end the fourth. Well, yeah, like you said, it just it just screams independence. It does. And while With some good you have a USA playlist playing all day. It's it's got a, we need at least twenty Toby Keith songs. Mm-hmm. There's oh yeah. Courtesy Absolutely. of the red, white, and blue. Absolutely. Is a must. Uh, let's see here. Well, Lee, Lee Greenwood, God bless the USA. Proud to be an American. You, you know what? You even do the national anthem. 
That's how you. That's what you. No, that is what you set the alarm to. You set the alarm to the national anthem. No, and you get up and and you get the Joey Diaz too behind it. The get up cocksucker, get up, come on. It's Fourth of July weekend. Get up, dude. This is what I do. This is what I would do this year, just because it's fresh in, in the back of my head before breakfast. That you do the we you get you go to YouTube and you get Chris Stapleton's national anthem at the Super Bowl this year. Everybody sits back for two minutes and twenty seconds. It's just silence, and you get ready for the day. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. I'm trying to think. I made a you uh, American Badass by Kid Rock. Yep. Uh, Born in the USA by by uh, Springsteen. Oh, that's a great song. Uh, oh, isn't it? Oh my God. Just just gets the people going. And what's crazy is, is that still might not even be like a top twenty song of his, but that just shows how good Bruce is. Uh, Born Free by Kid Rock. Yep. Uh, Take Me Home, Country Roads. That that's also a classic. Yep. Made in America by Toby Keith. Yep. Let's see here. Uh, American Pie. Even though it's not, um, like a Fourth of July song, I feel like um, was it Kid Rock's All Summer Long? Yep. It's just, it's just, it's just a great summer song, and the Fourth of July is the ultimate summer holiday. So you got, you got to play that. Independence Day by Martina McBride. God, you do have a playlist. I, I told Crazy. you I do. It's America by Rodney Atkins. American Kids by Kenny Chesney. God, that's a great song too. If that ain't country by David Allen Coe. American Woman by Lenny Kravitz. Oh, this is, I mean, you, you get that, those songs playing all day. You, you cannot beat the 4th of July and, and this, you don't have to work the next day. This just proves why the 4th of July is the best holiday out there. It is. It's, it's right there with Thanksgiving. Both, both can be great and appreciated. We're not going to get into that debate again. We're just going to appreciate the, the bo- both days that they have. And so there that that's our 4th of July, our perfect 4th of July's. I know I had a different from when I texted you, but I think I liked this on the fly impromptu idea. I came up with just as we were recapping our 4th of July is that mm-hmm. if you had to construct the perfect 4th of July day, how would you do it? I think we nailed it. It can't get any better than that. No. So, but, and also, yeah. I really do like Ethan's idea. If you're getting on a round of golf, you start at 8 a.m. So you can go home yes. and get a lunch. Correct. Yeah, that is that is well done, Ethan. I like that. You're welcome. I like That's what me and Cody used to always do. I liked I like that. And then with that, I guess I suppose we will uh we'll kick it over to Grant for curveball of the week. All right, so this is a um, actually a discussion that Reg and I had, speaking of the 4th of July, the other night on the patio um, by their place looking over the water. Um, we're just wondering, guys, if you could have like one dinner guest from any historical figure in the world, you can just talk to for one night. It could be for a 30-minute a, a dinner. It could be a five-hour long five course meal where the conversation just doesn't end. I want to know who is your one dream dinner guest. John Wilkes Booth. 
I'm kidding. <laughs> there, there, there is a backstory behind that one. Mm-hmm. I, so when we were seniors in high school, we went to a close up. We went to DC through close up, and we had we had had a bunch of foreigners that were that were there, and that was that was the question: is if you could have dinner with anybody. Ooh. Who would it be? And we're all going around. People are saying Abraham Lincoln, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, Shaq, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, all yada, yada. We get we get to Cody Heiser and straight faced. John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> and, and and we don't know anybody there except us. And it, 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 it was it was me and like four other guys that went and one of our teachers and, and the teachers weren't there for the, this part. There was like one group leader that was. And Cody says that. And all four of the guys that we were with, we are falling out of our chair laughing, dying, because that's the only thing that he could, that could come up with for him to say that. Is <laughs> John Wilkes Booth. And then, and then the, like, Two days later, we were going to Ford Theater where Lincoln got shot. <laughs> and I, I don't know how it came up, but somebody asked if he was he was buried, buried there, or so, something along those lines. Cody, quick wit, goes, yeah, his body is actually still laying there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we all fell out of our chair laughing, dying that that he would say that because these people they're they're not from America, so they they actually believed would have believed him too. Oh, yeah. if, and then the teacher goes, "No, no, it's not there. He's, he's not he's not buried there. He's not laying there." And we're sitting there laughing. <laughs> the teacher just kind of looks at us like, "Really, guys?" It's really? like, "Yeah, yeah." We we and it was this was after we graduated high school too, so. We, we, we didn't have a care in the world. We, we got our diplomas. They couldn't expel us or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, now that I, I told that story, I'll let Ethan, you can go and then you can go back to me. Um, I'm down to three people, Hitler, Stalin, and Joe Maurer. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think I'm going to go Joe Maurer. God, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Stalin, he could have been a great actor, though. Just like in Friends. Hey, you need to change your name. Yeah. <laughs> How about Joey just sounds so immature? How about Joseph? Joseph Stalin. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, there's a Joseph Stalin. He killed like a bunch of people. You're kidding, Joe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, what, a, what a great show. But, oh my goodness. Um, Ethan, I had a teacher who said that if he could have dinner with three people, it was it was Joe Maurer, Edgar Allan Poe, and General George Patton. That's not terrible. People. So and, and 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 the guy who it was is someone that I we I, I looked up greatly to, one of the finest men I ever knew, passed away a few years ago, R.I.P. But um mm-hmm. Don't want to get too sappy here, but for me, I think it'd have to be Michael Jordan. 
I do. I, I would just love to sit there, pick his brain of what made him become the way he was of his win at all cost mentality. Because you hear a lot of people say, talk about how they wanted to do all this, all that, but like where, like how, how, how you develop that mindset of that and how you were able to just will your way through things and, and just find ways to dig things out. And just, just to find a way to pick his brain and just hear just interesting stories from throughout his years, from when the bulls were the traveling cocaine circus to their sixth world championship and how he did not push off Byron Russell and found the, found the guts to get through to, to make that shot and not let it get to a game seven. I, it, it, it would be fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just, I just watched air on the, on one of my, on the flights back to uh, back to Fargo and also a tremendous movie. If you guys haven't seen, you should go check it out. I've heard, I've heard everyone tell me that it's great and it's a must watch. It is. It's on Amazon prime. Well, there you go. I watched that, and then I watched Creed 3. And how was Creed 3? Was it okay? It, w- it was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't the best. Yeah. I, I wouldn't... I would say it was similar to a, the Ro- Rocky 3, where it was good, but it wasn't, it wasn't the greatness that was the first Rocky or Rocky 4. Um, I would say it was somewhere in between Rocky 2 and Rocky 3. Not okay. gonna put it on the level of Rocky Five. Not gonna put it on the level of Rocky Five. That that's in a category of its own shittiness. Yes. Um, but I and maybe I would put it maybe comparable to like like uh, Rocky Balboa, the one that came out in like mid two thousands, which was which was a good movie, made up for Rocky Five. Um, it it was a little bit unrealistic, in a sense of it. But it, I, I thought it was still pretty good. I would, if on a scale of uh, of a one to ten, I would give it like a six three. Okay. Well, yeah, Interesting. It's kind of your average. Also, middle. it's also on Amazon Prime, so you guys can go watch it. Look at that! It looks like Dylan's giving me some homework to do. Yep. I well, looking back at it, what we should have done is that's what we should have done is we should have review movie did a movie review on one of those movies. But, and, and who knows, maybe we could still do that. So, because we also have a, we also have um um that quarterback series on Netflix that's coming up. We will review that. We'll talk up. off air once we're done, but let's, uh let's wrap up the show. Um, Cause I've just started rambling again and let's, uh let's give Grant the, uh, the question master. His his time to see who he would have dinner with. Um. So I, I'm sitting. And back. why is it with the inventor of Jif? Oh well, you know why. Wolf, wolf. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair question. No, but uh, my guy again, kind of along the rim and world of sports. But we're going with Big Red. We're going with Andy Reid. Because one, I know we're gonna have great cheeseburgers all night. Uh-huh. <laughs> where are you going? Where are you going to dinner with Andy Reid? Is a better question. So, his restaurant of his choosing in Kansas City. Okay, and Ethan, uh, if you were uh, Joe Mauer, where would you be going to dinner with Joe Mauer at? Oh, Manny's. Manny's. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. And me, Michael Jordan, I would say I would be going to his steakhouse in Chicago. Yeah, no, Andy, Andy's choosing the place in Kansas City. Um, are we going to be getting some ribs, some brisket, some pulled pork, maybe a sausage pizza, and, and a salad on the side to cancel out our chubbiness? Absolutely. Um, That's covered in barbecue sauce? <laughs> yes. <laughs> barbecue sauce and Thousand Island dressing, because yep. we, are, we are definitely getting a Reuben as well <laughs> at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I just just pick his brain for how a former offensive lineman became the best mastermind in the NFL designing plays. And now he was the only coach to ever, I believe, get not one but two tight ends when he was coaching that room of the Pro Bowl in the same year. And how just good of a teacher that he is. All these other coaches he's developed and players and how he, he builds relationships and how none of his past players are going to have a bad thing to say about him. I guess just straight up being just a good a good human and a good leader and a, the teacher that he is and just all the stories he'd had with players in the NFL he's worked with. Brett Favre, Donovan McNabb. When he, I, mean, I think he started in San Francisco. I don't know if it was Montana or or Steve Young. Sterling, Sterling Sharp, Terrell Owens, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Just the football stories, the good people he was with. It would be just, just an awesome night. You, just, you ask him a question, you sit back, and you don't say anything. You just you just listen. Yeah, that that would be incredible, incredible to hear. I'd love to be a fly on the wall. Do you guys have any honorable mentions? Mm. Um, you know, I don't know. Because or actually, how about how about a non-sports related person to go to dinner with? That that. Uh, no, nah, actually, no. Screw that. Screw that. We can do that, but honorable mentions and then someone that isn't sports related. I'd say a guy like Warren Buffett. Ooh, good choice. Also, just for how he goes to the same steakhouse every night, he gets his McDonald's in the morning. How, like I joked earlier tonight, if I became a millionaire, nothing would change me. You know, this man is the richest man in the world. He goes to the same place in Omaha. He gets the same, same food order every single time. And lives in the his, same house that he bought for like $17,000. And just how he became the man he is and why, why he never left Omaha and why he's not, he's given his money to charity and not his kids. It would just, just be fascinating because money can change a person, make them an absolute asshole, but it didn't do it to him. And he's still kind of hunkered down in the heartland of America. Not to get sappy, but I'm going to say my best friend from Iowa's dad passed away about 12 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Me, I would. So honorable mention would be Michael Lombardi. And we would be going to an Italian restaurant. We'd drink some fine wine. We'd have red gravy. We'd be discussing the middle eight for three hours. Uh, But if I had to pick someone that isn't non-sports related. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> I would say, cause I'm reading a book about it right now is Lewis and Clark. The, the expedition that they went on, all the things that they traveled through all the, the terrain, the unknown, what what their mindset was like when they were going through it was like place they've never traveled to going to Indian 
Indian villages where, you know, they were, there was a potential that they would have got, they could have died by a bow and arrow if they didn't know and trying to make peace and go through there and then having to come back. I would love to sit there and listen to them tell those, tell the stories of Mm -hmm. going, traveling the Louisiana purchase. Yeah, which is following what the Missouri River, right? Missouri River out yep. west. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And discovering the Great Falls in Montana—that's kind of where I'm at right now. Or I don't know. And I don't know if this is considered sports related or not. I would say it's more business related. But Phil Knight. Oh, that's totally business. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, or- I think that might be it too. Those would be my two if I had to choose. I guess you—I could say Phil Knight because he's still here, but. But no, it, like I said, it don't have to be someone who's yeah. living. You know, it could be, we can go back 12 years. Like Ethan said, we can go back 150 years um, or, you know, 200 years. It, it's your dinner and you guys can just talk with whoever you want to talk to. Or a guy like a, actually, I don't know if I'd want to go to a dinner with David Goggins. If you guys know who he is. No idea. He's uh he's, he was a former Navy SEAL ultra marathoner. Uh, he, he weighed like 300 pounds. He lost like 170 some pounds or something. Maybe not that much, but he, or he lost over a hundred pounds in three months to make seal training to, or to, just to qualify for seal training. What was that even he, he has a book out or now he has two, but I read his first one and he would, he would run. He was running like 10 miles a day. He was lifting. He was riding a bike. And it was like the guy is absolutely sick, twisted in the head. And like what, I, what I've what i learned is, is you just got to keep calling yourself a pussy when you don't want to do something and get you <laughs> over the hump because that's kind of what he did. That'll do it, man. That'll do it. So, yeah, I think I think we all got good lists and who knows? Someday that would be a be a be pretty cool if able to uh, get one of those dinners or something. So I think with that, we'll uh, that concludes episode 86 of the Three Guys Talking Ball podcast. We'll have the segments of the show out on Friday. Uh, check us out on all of our social medias. Go follow, like, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave a review on iTunes if you want. We will read that if you want. If you uh, leave a review here, and we'll. If if it's a good one, we appreciate it. If it's a bad one, we'll just laugh at it and we'll try to do better, I guess. But Mm -hmm. thank you guys for listening and we'll talk to you next time.